everyone, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Swan Podcast. My name is Sharon Jogo. This is a podcast that strives to inspire change through conversations. And today I am so privileged to sit with a long time, time friend that I'm seeing today after a long while. Karibu sana, Jackie. Santi sana, Sharon. Well, thank you. Uh, my name is Jackie Obiero. Yes. <laughs> and I'm from Siaya. Okay. Yes. Currently living in Kisumu. And I'm born again. I love the Lord. Yeah. Karibu sana. Just one podcast. It's been long. I've wanted to have you here for a long time. Uh, because the time where I was featuring Gabby, one of our friends, mm -hmm. I also wanted you here. Mm -hmm. But again, uh, time, distance, time. Uh, <laughs> distance, time, planning, COVID yeah. time. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're both doing a great job. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Which uh, today, the topic of the day is on writing. It's about writing, mostly. Wow. <laughs> I know you're an artist, yes, which is interesting to talk about singing, mm -hmm. but uh, I have a special interest in writing. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I notice when I hear a song is the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And I always go, like, come on YouTube, mm -hmm. I go to the tabs to read more mm -hmm. so that I can see who wrote the song. Mm -hmm. If I search a song on Google, I'll scroll all the way down, see who wrote the song. Like, okay. wow, they wrote such a good song. Okay. So when I tell you that I admire the fact that you can write in the lure, <laughs> like I really mean it because I've tried to write in Kikuyu. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I in, actually... In class one, yeah, um, my first primary school, mm -hmm. we were taught Kikuyu, mm -hmm. but we relocated to another place. Mm -hmm. It's not; it wasn't a town. It's not a big town, but it's not also it's not in the village. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of code mixing. Yeah, and so I most of the time I don't feel like I have not only feeling I've tried to write. Mm -hmm. But mm, you, like you, you, you can't do it well. Eh, the way it's okay. I express myself in English is mm -hmm. not the same way I feel like I'm able to express myself in Kikuyo. So, Jackie, how do you write in the Lua? Still with good English, good song. <laughs> you write songs in three different languages. And, bless the and, Lord. And, and, and just to drill it on, mm -hmm. The another artist that I admire is Eunice Njeri because mm -hmm. she can write in Kikuyu, she can write in Kiswahili, and in and, English. And, in English. Mm -hmm. and they are all good songs. Mm -hmm. So tell us, give us the secret. <laughs> wow. I don't know what the secret is. I don't know what the secret is. But maybe I can just give uh, just give a uh, 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 an instance where I did a low song writing. And um, looking at, there's a song 
called uh, iromo that means you are enough and uh, the process in, in, in coming up with the song uh, I just had the tune of, of the of the chorus and then started humming something for the verses so I knew what the chorus would be which is so simple like one word repeated three times so that's that that has not so much <laughs> about writing in it but now looking at the verses they are purely extracted from the bible yeah it's entirely a psalm 103 song so because i realized that it's it's very difficult for me to like do a direct translation you know from english to lu or just start writing lu from scratch once i have an idea of the message that god wants me to pass across then uh, i i refer <laughs> to the bible so i can say the writers of the bible <laughs> <laughs> they did a great job <laughs> and they translate us to, to the local languages. Yeah, so that's Iromo. And there's another one also that happened in the same way. Yeah, though I have, I think I have some more that are not of that nature, but most of them are in that from sense. From the Bible? Yeah, just from the Bible, directly extracted from the Luo Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, maybe that's a secret. I have the English Kikuyu Bible translation mm -hmm. uh, because I, I'm like, I just need to work on this. It's such a pleasure. But anyway, before we go on with writing, mm -hmm. um, y you're a singer, and mm -hmm. there is something you told me mm -hmm. a while ago. I'm sure you can't remember. <laughs> I hope I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, it's in your memory. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. You discovered your talent for singing when you were doing dishes. Uh, well, that's, that's the last, or rather, the first and last I, can, I could recall me singing yeah. and and actually someone commenting yeah. about it but about or someone had yeah someone had and mm -hmm. commented mm -hmm. and somehow it bypassed my mind because i think i didn't i didn't believe i could sing it's like when someone says you're smart and you know ah, I, I don't feel smart you know yeah. so it feels like no he's not talking to me he's talking yeah. to someone else yeah, something yeah. of the sort yeah yeah but about discovery i think i did in first year in campus yes so when immediately i discovered then now my mind started replaying you know the instances where people had told me oh who is that singing you're singing nicely and such like stuff yeah yes. because the point that I, I want to get to it's something that i found interesting mm -hmm. on your youtube mm -hmm. um, about page which i'm going to get Okay. Uh, it's about the late discovery of your talent. Mm -hmm. um, the late discovery of her talent in 2015 mm -hmm. helped her spend her earlier years getting well grounded in the faith without the influence of the much celebrated gift, hence the defined focus mm -hmm. in ministry. Uh, 
the reason why this is something to me, mm-hmm. something that scares me the most, mm-hmm. is to see young children being parodied mm-hmm. for their gifts. Mm-hmm. I get so scared. I get scared for them, uh, mm-hmm. for the struggles that they will have to endure, knowing that most people are just praising their gifts. Yeah, yeah. And when they mess up, like mm-hmm. that young preacher, mm-hmm. because he, he couldn't get, I think, good grades. Mm-hmm. No, your people are saying, they are just heaping insults. Yeah. And it is to a child. Yeah. But if this talent was hidden, mm-hmm. then the child has... Um, a good opportunity for them to develop themselves, yeah, to, to develop as a person. To yeah. handle some things. And the capacity. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on that? Well, I think I think it's, it's a good thing to discover uh, someone's talent, mm-hmm. especially when they're young, because then they have longer time to, to make good use of, of, of their talents. But I think it's such a huge responsibility to the parents and to to any custodian of, 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 of those children because then you are not only training them how to, to perfect their skill, you're not only training them how to to get better, you're not only appreciating them for what they are doing, but you're also teaching them how to handle some things and now it's like uh, how do i put it it's like uh, like training them on something that's way above their age but i feel that's the price that that parents or people who have such like children under their care i feel that is what they should do and it will be helpful but it's a good thing to to I agree, it's a good thing. Um, observing, especially from the secular world, yeah. it has made me think about um, my children. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I talk about my children as uh-huh. if they exist, as if they are here. I mm-hmm. pray for, this, for them the same way, That's as important. if they are, like I know uh-huh. they are here. And they even bless their children and they are like Amen. I go the way. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it. Also, I think the talent to write, especially poetry, mm-hmm. it was something I discovered in Form 3. Mm-hmm. And um, it was also something that was not developed because around me there were no such opportunities. Yeah. But when it comes to talent, I've thought if my child has certain gifts, mm-hmm. And I discovered them. Of course, that's the work of a child to be able to observe their child and everything. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it, and I'm like, they are going to serve their community mm-hmm. until they are like over 18. Yeah. You know, you can go, mm-hmm. and but you have to develop yeah. yourself first. Yeah. So yeah, I found that really profound. Mm-hmm. Um, the giving praise to the fact that you're talent was discovered later mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and that grew your faith in sure God. It sure it did. Um, yeah. I've been reflecting uh, maybe if, if I'd discovered it way earlier uh, there are a lot of challenges especially when it comes to, to art 
and, and, and studies. I don't know why the two cannot be com combined and, and the things just work out well. In most cases, you find the very talented artists uh, are not doing so well in class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they are a bit distracted. I don't know. Distracted well, and because they know they are celebrated. Mm -hmm. So it's like... <laughs> I don't need to mm. care that much. I get yeah. it. So I, I think it would have affected me a lot in that sense. And uh, I just thank God that it, it came way later when I could now figure out things on my own, when I could reason out when doing things and making decisions. Yeah, and you care about God yeah. at that particular time. Yeah. So your, your focus is on the right things. Sure. So there is the discovery. I can sing. That's mm -hmm. first year campus. Yeah. When did you discover that I can write songs? Uh -huh. Well, about writing. About writing, really. What can I say about writing? Well, uh, the, the first project that I ever did, the first song that I ever wrote is called Apaki Yesu. And I did it in Idayo's studio, the, the one who was serving here with us at PEFA. And uh, I remember I went to his studio and I just had the chorus. And I couldn't write any other thing. Now, uh, uh, he had called me to assist some group, very young kids, to assist them in doing backup. And I saw how they were singing boldly, you know, without fear and and without referring to, you know, uh, notes or, or, or any writings. And that challenged me a bit. Now, when they were done, Idayo told me, Chukua uh, headphones, now we start to work. <laughs> but I was not ready. And then now I think it's from there because he he talked of it as if it was so urgent. It's from there that I don't know how I opened that page of the Bible and just wrote things, very mysterious things. I look at them now and I'm like, no, this is not Jackie's mind, yeah. you know. Yeah, so uh, I think after after now i did that project i did it with him and it was about two minutes 42 seconds killer key to intro killer key to verses two minutes 42 seconds so uh, uh after some time i relocated to kisumu and now i went to a friend's studio again with the same song and he was like, this one can be redone in this way. And he guided me. And I think we, we got a six, six minutes song <laughs> out it's of that, that two minutes. And now it's from there that I got the confidence. Because people would tell me, oh, this writing is profound. I love the arrangement, nani, nani, nani. And it, it gave me that courage and confidence. Well, from what I can understand, Hakuno Siloza is profound. Mm -hmm. The verses, mm -hmm. the verse is very profound. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what catches my attention. Mm -hmm. I actually am more likely to sing to a song mm -hmm. because it's because of its depth mm -hmm. more than its beat. Mm -hmm. I do love beats and mm -hmm. I do love like mainstream music. Mm -hmm. Um but 
when a song, if it's mainstream, because I also listen to a lot of rap, yeah. if it's mainstream and it has depth, mm -hmm. ah, you've caught me. Like, you become one of my favorites. Wow. It's just wild. Anyway, so now you've become Jackie, not only the singer, but also the writer. Yeah. And how much does your personal life influence the writing? Uh, in terms of percentage? <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I think it, it does quite a lot, quite a lot. Most, most of the songs, in fact, I think all of, all of my songs, um, the, the, the very first beats that I get, whether it's the chorus or it's the verse, it's usually at a point of meditation, at a point of prayer, at a point of 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 just devotion. She's taking away the next question. I have. Ah, okay. Now, uh, I, for like as much as I can remember, um, all of those songs have at a point ministered to me, like deeply, before even I went to the studio with them. And sometimes, interestingly, <laughs> after, I, after a song has ministered to me for like two weeks or a month, uh, and then I put it aside. I put it aside. It's normal, <laughs> very normal for an artist to find their work. Like, what were you yeah, thinking? Yeah, and I put it aside and uh, I may find myself just recording it maybe after a year or when when the season repeats itself again later in time so uh i think that's what i can say about the relationship between my personal life and my writing uh yes those songs have have consoled me in the middle of the night and have have led me to seeking god just seeking him deeper yeah, yeah this this might not be all about seeking God and hallelujah. But yes, that's it for me. No, I've read one of the artists that I do admire mm -hmm. from his song. He's called Aiden King. Mm -hmm. And he said that, he was saying that our, um, when you're writing a song, or if you want to write a song, mm -hmm. you shouldn't go to God because you want to write a song, but mm -hmm. because you want to actually spend time mm -hmm. with God, wow. then maybe the song will come, yeah, yeah. or you'll just spend time yeah. with Him. Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't go to God because hey, I need oh, a I song. Need a song. I, need, I, need I need a, a hit song. Yeah, need yeah, a yeah. <laughs> so give it to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've found myself, I've written songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, you've um, written, have you sung them? <laughs> there is one song that I wrote to one of, I, I brought to one of our friends. Yes. I was also meditating mm -hmm. uh, about, I was like, God, Jesus, I just want to be foolish for your name. Mm -hmm. And I came up with some few lines. Mm -hmm. And coincidentally, the other day, I was uh, helping someone to walk through their devotion journey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so in the beginning, I didn't know how to to pray. Mm -hmm. But what I'd do, I'd read the Bible. Then 
pray according to what I've read. Yeah. And so as I, I took a snapshot of whatever I was telling them to send to them, then I started perusing in my journal. Mm-hmm. And I discovered I've actually written some other songs. <laughs> there wow. is this song uh, about the Samaritan, this story, the Samaritan woman, it yes. is one of the profound stories that mm-hmm. for me, the, it always stands out because like, I, I can't understand how Jesus exposed the woman's mm-hmm. nakedness to mm-hmm. say, yet she felt liberated. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried to connect that with the way sometimes we deal with people as Christians, how come they feel attacked instead of liberated. Mm -hmm. And and when I look at that story, it's always profound to me. Mm -hmm. Now I have not only written a song about it, but Mm -hmm. I've also written a script about it, a play, a short play about it, because it's one of those one of and those that's stories. Your revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love it. Mm-hmm. Then there, there are the two songs that I wrote recently, which <clears throat> I gave to I shared to another friend. Yes. <laughs> he said, "What did he say?" Because obviously I'm not confident in singing because I'm not a singer. I'm more of a writer. Yeah. Like <laughs> find out whatever you want to do with it, mm-hmm. and. He, he was like, so you won't ask me what I'll do with it? And I knew, Nimejipelek under the bus. Which now takes us to the question, how do you feel confident sharing this is your song that you've written? Yes. Like, it's personal, it's come from you. You see, and I don't know whether it's um, there. Um, people who work in different sectors, yes. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when it comes to art, because it's Mm -hmm. something that is coming out of you, Mm -hmm. like it's a part of you Mm -hmm. that you're sharing. So whenever you're sharing it, you're Mm -hmm. sharing it to, you're sharing a part of you to to the world. Yeah. How How did you develop the confidence to share your songs with people? With the whole world, this young girl from uh, CIA singing <laughs> the Lua, like uh, you would expect Jackie being young, uh-huh. Swahili, English, uh-huh. Tuang, everything, but ah uh, well, well, I don't know why I got a Luo song as a first song anyway, but I think no, I love it. I think I think the fact that it came first. Uh, has helped me to has helped me to understand that despite the language uh, when a song carries the right spirit with it then it gets to minister to people who don't even understand the language so uh, for Luo songs that's it and um, I think also just getting you know encouragement from people also has helped me to to be more confident in sharing uh when i was first uh, sharing the the first that first song the lua song i felt like no this is not it it doesn't even sound like a good song you know 
but after doing it and you know listening to myself and I'm like this is Jackie <laughs> yeah and and plus the encouragement from from people around me i think that has helped me to grow in okay there is this question yes um how should i present it I, I do watch this comedian called Michael Jr. And mm-hmm. he's always like, how do, I, how do I set this up when he's preparing the audience to receive maybe a joke or something? Mm-hmm. He's, he always prepares them to receive. Um, when I wasn't serious with God, mm-hmm. I'd write romantic poems. Aww. In fact, I'd go all the way. You know some of the people who are playing uh, for the church mm-hmm. that, yeah, I still go to. And they were like, yeah, Shell. <laughs> 20 kia. <laughs> 20 kia poem. Uh-huh. Uh, you almost became a celebrity. Oh, why you Kukatia. a celebrity then? <laughs> <laughs> and it used to make me feel nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got to a point where I was like, hmm, I think, God, I don't think I'm worshipping you when I do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially even from how I used to express the poems. Mm-hmm. Like, am I... It's not necessary. But at the same time, I feel like there is also importance for love songs Mm -hmm. in a Christian setting. Mm -hmm. Um, We have like the likes of Alice Kimanzi Mm -hmm. writing um, a wedding song Mm -hmm. and having Christ uh, being our, like he's our ultimate love and Mm -hmm. all. It means that as Christians, we should write the most profound mm-hmm. love songs, mm-hmm. even to our partners. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of writing one? Should we? <laughs> oh, well, it has not uh-huh. come yet. Would you mm. want to write one? Because for me, it was like, I think when I get a partner, mm-hmm. I'll start writing again. I'd want to express mm-hmm. my love to him through poems again, mm-hmm. but I don't want to write out of the blues, whatever I'm just fantasizing. Yeah. Well, uh, I think what, what you're saying, what you've said is very right. And um, having that background of having that background of Christ's love uh, should put us at a space where we are able to, you know, express even better in a manner that is pleasing to God. And uh, I, I don't see it as a bad thing, writing love songs, course, provided, yeah. provided it, is, it, is, it is something that is pleasing unto the Lord. I mean, it's it's not something sensual. It is something that literally appreciates the position of God in, you understand, in the relationship between two people and expressing, uh, how do I put this? Um, expressing the love, the love between the two people in comparison to 
the love that Christ has for the church. You know, just something that glorifies the name of the Lord. And I think, in a way, maybe we have we have failed uh, because we have left we have left it as a gap for for a long time, as a gap for a long time. And so, uh, at some point, when when you you're at a wedding and you don't have any Christian love song to play, I think Wambie by Alice has been played like almost everywhere, and that just shows there was a deficiency somewhere, you know. Yes. So I I feel that gap that we have left has has given some space to the enemy in such a way that you know songs songs have have. Uh, a spirit behind yeah, them. Yeah. So there is a difference between a love song that has been done by someone who knows the Lord and has encountered the Lord and, and another one done by someone else who does not know God. So because me who knows God has refused to express in a manner that is is biblical, I've created that gap so someone would feel like uh, we are having a wedding, we're having a what, let's do this, because we don't have uh, songs of our own. And even even some uh, gospel ministers from outside have done, I think Jonathan Butler, he, he's also done uh, a love song. And I, I, feel, I feel it's very beautiful when we are able to, to express under one umbrella, and that's yeah. Christ. So for now, as at now, as at now, I have not thought of it. I have not thought of it. Maybe I'll start thinking now after this, but I have not thought of it yet. That's a good challenge. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, yeah, like you said, in weddings. And you see that um, creates a perception about mm -hmm. Christianity mm -hmm. that we don't have um, a way of expressing love. Mm -hmm. I'll use this example where I was talking to my cousin. He had he has just finished his nini form for his high school. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him, you know, I once had a crush and I knew it wasn't from God. So I was telling God, please take away this crush. <laughs> and he was so surprised. You can talk to God about that. Uh -huh. Like <sighs> such. So <laughs> He was so surprised because we think that love is outside of God, yet mm -hmm. God is love. Yeah, for a long time. It's a misconception. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's a challenge yeah, that I'm it's throwing. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm throwing. And maybe I, I should send it to some other more people who sure. write songs because we need that. Sure. Um, especially now, even the thought of yeah, music is spiritual. Mm -hmm. I want a certain atmosphere during my wedding. I, d mm -hmm. I don't want any random thing flowing. And yeah. I don't have the control because I'm the guest of honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guest of honor. And actually, just this is taking a long tangent, but with um, John, who we have had um, a few episodes with here, yeah. um, we've planned we 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 kind of plan such mm -hmm. things where even music the kind of music that you mm -hmm. would want to hear because 
would want to control the atmosphere and yeah. what people hear and actually for people to know mm. what we stand for what about the relatives who come to our wedding mm-hmm. and i'm telling them oh get them get them there mm. when they come to my wedding i'm playing the songs that they yeah. listen to so yeah yeah sad right it's sad <laughs> very sad um yeah that has been the talk on writing but i'll not let you go until you tell us about um your projects even the hakuna silo as a pro, um project live recording that you did which was very phenomenal you see when something else when i look at you mm-hmm. and at gabi again because the same age set or yeah. age group yeah. um it's very inspiring to mm-hmm. see you guys your soaring and we know mm-hmm. like this thing is possible yeah. so yeah talk to us about your projects okay so hakuna uh, usiloweza uh, hakuna usiloweza we we did an experience uh, we had intended to to do it as a two tier project to do the experience in april and do the recording in august but i don't think we 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 got to 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 explain the vision well so most people thought that was the live recording <laughs> yeah it wasn't it wasn't but it was such an amazing experience that we had uh, you know when when god gave me the song hakuna usiloweza i didn't i didn't even think of it as what it is now uh to me it was just like any other song but it kept me seeking god more and more without without me feeling like uh, i should i should put this aside like the other the other songs so um when when it happened that uh after after release now people started using it to minister and every time you you'd hear someone use it to minister uh, it would it would present like a totally different atmosphere a totally different experience so it's just hakuna usiloweza only like nothing more nothing less but when when you sing it when someone else sings it it's like i didn't hear shelmi sing that song i'm going to 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 listen to this other one or sijaskia hapa you know and it 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 appears like new every time and we we thank god so when that that was happening uh, i felt in my spirit that we should just have a time and a moment to just just experience this the song and the lord of the song and the spirit behind the song to just have time you know yeah to just have sufficient time in the presence of god even as as he 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 relieves us of our burdens of our pains of as, as he helps us to just surrender even better to him so that was about the experience and we thank god it was successful so about the recording project we pushed it uh, forward a bit we are yet to settle on an appropriate time uh meanwhile before that time comes we can expect more worship experiences we can expect more more songs 
Uh, in fact, I intended to release an audio today. <laughs> I intended to release an audio today because interestingly, the date that we had settled on for the recording was 26th of August. So today I wouldn't have been here. I would have been uh, looking beautiful elsewhere <laughs> in, a, in, in a beautiful dress, you know. And probably by this time we'd have finished the recording and just saying thank you, Lord. Yeah, but we thank God for his plan that is perfect for our lives. Yes. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> now it's planning the Hakunos Loeza experience. Yeah. Uh, it makes so much sense. That's so beautiful. Yeah. May God bless you, Jackie. Amen. We are looking and admiring and blessing God Amen. at the same time when we see you on our screens. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Continue in the same, same spirit, uh, searching and humbling yourself before God. I, I don't think, whether not, I don't think there is nothing better than that. True. So, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, too. Thank you, too, for hosting me. <laughs> we can expect? continue. We can continue talking. <laughs> but anyway, I'll come next time, right? Yeah. We have deeper conversations. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Maybe you. now getting into the songs. But uh -huh. for the visions, part of the vision that I have for this platform mm -hmm. is to showcase art. And okay. so when we are talking about writing, mm -hmm. it's so important uh, because one of the things I want to showcase is that there, there is success in the kingdom of God. True. And there are actually good artists in yeah, the kingdom true. of God. True. In fact, I, I have this belief that Christians should be the most talented people. Yeah. In this whole wide we world, we should, right? Yeah, we can. We Christ lives uh, lives in us. The one mm -hmm. who created the entire universe lives mm -hmm. in us. So mm -hmm. therefore, I think that we should be the best creatives that ever. Sure, lives. sure. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Thank you too. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. See you next week. Hey.